0: Hello everyone, I am Ajish George and this is On Manorama's Budget Special Podcast. Union Finance Minister Sita Raman is all set to present the Budget 2020 on February 1 and in this episode we will look at what are Kerala's demands. For the uninitiated, the Union Budget is an exercise in which the Central Government makes an estimate of the revenues and expenses for the forthcoming financial year. To make it simple, it is similar to the monthly budget making we do in our homes. Proposals made in the Union budget once passed by Parliament will take effect from April 1 and will be valid till March 31 of the next year. The Kerala government's wish list to the centre in this budget is not much different from what it had been demanding in the past. On top of Kerala's priority list this time too, is a request to expand its borrowing limit. A state can borrow 3% of its GDP from the open market each fiscal. Kerala Finance Minister Thomas Isaac had been constantly demanding to push the limit to 3.5% of the GDP. Follow the link provided with this podcast to see how the Centre had not only denied this demand in 2019-20 fiscal but also took away a substantial part of its existing borrowing rights. The next big item in Kerala's economic wish list is a kind of clarification and is related to outside borrowing. The state would like to know whether the World Bank loans it had taken after the 2018 floods for reconstruction were being considered within the ceiling for borrowing. The World Bank had given Rs 1789 crore as loan for various reconstruction projects. Isaac fears it had been added to Kerala's quota of annual borrowing. Kerala is also worried that the centre is now refusing to pay even the GST compensation it was obliged to get. Kerala has been assured an annual GST growth of 14%. Therefore. If its tax collection falls under 14% every month, the gap would be filled by the centre as compensation. As it stands, Kerala's tax growth is just about 10%. The remaining 4% is to be paid by the centre. The state is slated to get the compensation every 2 months. Isaac says the centre is now holding up the payment of compensation. He calls it a disruption of GST tradition. The central government had defaulted on the bi-monthly compensation payment due in October without any notice or explanation. The installment that should have reached by December 2 was delayed. Hence, one of the key demands from ISAC to the centre is to pay the GST compensation on the first day of every alternate month. Finally, Kerala wants the GST network to be properly in place in 2020-21 fiscal. The state wants e-way bills to be strictly entered in the GST network so that it could cross-check these whenever a vehicle carrying goods crosses the border. An e-way bill is a bill or an invoice generated online when a vehicle transporting goods moves from one state to the other. Computers installed in the host state could cross-check the invoices using the registration number of the incoming vehicles. The absence of the e-way bill in the initial stages of the GST and its shoddy rollout later on had led to large-scale tax evasion. So will Siddharaman look into Kerala's demands or will ISEC be ignored like in the past? We will know on February 1st. Follow On Manorama for more budget updates.